Well, I'm going to try this forward view again. Welcome, everybody. My name is Mark Boyle. I am the host of Prepper Guy and the Prepper Guy podcast. But you already know that. <laughs> but you've been paying attention. I got to run to the dump today. So, and then I got to dump or leave my dump trailer at the store. So it was parked out back, all hooked up, and I threw out a bunch of shit here on the, the compound, as we call it. And uh, so, different view. So I got a lot of podcasts I've put together, and I still haven't had time to get them uh, edited and fiddle-fucked around with and uploaded, so... I think I'm I'm behind. That's why I don't always say the date because sometimes it might be a week before I get it uploaded and on one of the platforms. So anyway, I got some time to kill. I got my prepper guy shirt on. I don't know if you can see that. It's the prepper guy. Since 1978, still waiting for tea out walkie. Anyway, and then I've been making some really cool uh, mouse pads as I ordered some stuff to make extra large, almost gamer size mouse pads. They'll be uh, 15, almost 15 inches by 8 inches, a little bit wider mouse pad, only because I want it thumbnail size because folks are saying they kind of enjoy my thumbnails that I've been using on my videos lately. I mean, not a lot of people, just people I know. They're like, oh, those are kind of cool. So I thought, well, that could, that could make a mouse pad. What the fuck? So like I said, I have some extra shows out there that I haven't gotten uploaded yet. I think I got like two or even three. God, I just can't shut up. So I was going to kind of summarize because, you know, we talked about all the all the scenarios and thoughts like aliens and economic collapse and all these things. And they're all academic, really, because as preppers, we don't really know what's going to happen. Honestly, I mean, if we did, then we would be, well, then we would fucking buy a lottery ticket and gamble on Super Bowl games and we'd all be rich. And economists for years, just like my shirt's been saying, you know, uh, since 1978, I thought the world was going to end. And yeah, sure enough, here we are. Still hasn't ended, now has it. So I don't know um, really, you know, what else we can do as preppers other than prepare for worst case scenario, which is what, really? Let me get this clipped on here so it's not bumping in my seatbelt and stuff and drive me crazy. Um, you can prepare for the worst case of the scenarios, and that's why I've said for years that your best bet is going to be to just prepare for, you know, camping. And no matter what happens, you're probably going to have to leave your home. You're going to have to bug out. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to. Unless you physically can't. And then hopefully you got 
you know, family members that aren't a bunch of self-serving douchebags and that will stay with you, you know, or maybe, you know, put you in their wheelchair-capable van and get you somewhere safe to a compound or something, military, you know, if it's not a FEMA camp, that is. So that's what we prepare for. Aliens, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about the UFO sightings and stuff and everything the government's been covering up for, you know, 50, 60 years since Roswell and yeah, probably beyond that. Now all of a sudden they're allowing it out because Trump declassified it. But Trump also started the Space Force, which is probably a good idea. Um so how do you raise money for a pet project? Well, you know, you release a bunch of information. You know, that uh, backs up why we need a Space Force. Well, there's fucking aliens out there. Didn't you see them? The Navy and the Marines and everybody's been, you know, that has pilots, which is now every branch of the military, including the Air Force, have airplanes. So, you know, fuck. They see them. And we all know it, you know, we, we know it's a cover-up. It's not like this is, you know, some kind of alien technology here. We, we just know that, you know, common sense tells us that there's got to be life on other planets. I mean, it's just got to be. I mean, from a religious point of view, like I said in my one podcast about aliens being assholes. Um, you know, if God's works are without end then there's other people on other planets because it's without end. It's not like we're his only pet project, his only family farm, you know, whatever. I guess that's square. Or if you look at it from a scientific point of view, there's like, you know, in the movie Contact where Jodie Foster talks about how many habitable planets just based on mathematics and statistics and there's a a whole lot of people out there. Now, are they capable of, you know, not just going faster than the speed of light? Because that's irrelevant when you're talking millions of light years apart. You know, cause, you know, if you go 10 times the speed of light, it's still, you know, 10 million light, light years or years away, you know, going 10 times the speed of light. So, do they have the capability of folding space and stepping across and being here or wormholes or hyper jumping? I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you know, logically speaking, his works are without end. So they understand all the physics of it. You know, if they're a higher level of godlike beings, you know, then they've, you know, gone through the refiner's fire and now they're not asshats. So they're not going to come fuck with us or maybe they will. I don't know. So they might have technology that we're not given yet. Either way, you know. Once again, it's academic. Zombies are academic, you know. It's fun to think about a zombie apocalypse. I mean, it really is. I mean, that would be the most fucking fun, you know, first-person action-adventure game you could think of for the end of the world. Just the zombies. Everyone, you know, that I see today or zombies, and they're, they're, they're not driving, obviously. They're trying to kill me, so you just shoot them. 
shoot him. He's an asshole. Shoot her. What a bitch. You know, ex-wife shows up in town trying to eat you. Shoot her. Nobody cares. It would be like, that'd be like a video game. Just be fun as shit. And no consequences because that's what keeps us from killing all these fucking politicians that are wrecking everything is consequences. And, and it's funny that, you know, all these people are talking about defunding the police and stuff because the only reason I don't shoot some fucker that's dicking with me is because I don't want to have an interaction with the police. I mean, really, that's that layer of civility and civilization that we talk about. You know, that's way for thin. Um, that's what keeps everything kind of going. That's like that yellow line in front of me there. Oh, you can actually see it off to the corner there. That yellow line. Double yellow line. See it? Oh, it's gone. Oh, there it is again. That's the only thing that keeps me from going into the other traffic and killing those fuckers on the other side of the road. Because I'm sure they're assholes, right? So it's consequences. Repercussions. Well, you know. I didn't shoot that guy that graffitied my store because I don't want to deal with the police. Now, if you defund the police and all the police go, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going home. I'm going to get a job at McDonald's and work 10 years there, and I'll be making way, way more money than the police force because actually food industry pays quite well after a couple of years if you get past Frycook and you apply yourself and you have a work ethic which is what 90% of America does not have but if you're a police officer that's gone through the academy and proven that you're a thinker and you can you know think outside the box and analyze things and you're working your way to be a detective you're self-actuating you're you're uh, one of them people that uh fast food industry would just love to have you know uh, learning every aspect of of management just gotta forgive me today my sinuses are just fucking killing me i even took some medicine which i never take medicine because i hate it but my nose just won't stop leaking so anyway so you know a lot of police are just go oh, i'm gonna go to work at mcdonald's i got a friend that works at domino's pizza he's making killer money because he's a manager or he owns the the franchise or whatever you know, fuck it. I'm not going to get shot in the line of duty for a bunch of people who don't give a shit and won't even pay us a fair wage. You know, they're meanwhile, they're all bitching about $15 an hour minimum wage for a living wage for a bunch of dumbasses that didn't even make it out of high school. Here, I, I went to high school, got a four-year degree in law enforcement or the justice system and went to police academy and training and tactical training and how not to die and, and for for a little more than 15 bucks an hour, fuck it. I'm, I'm done. Well, then you know what's going to happen. All the patriots are going to say, whoa, police aren't showing up. Hold my beer. There's a lot of bad guys in my neighborhood that just need to die. And, you know, that might be a good thing, really. You know, let us let us enforce our own uh, justice. Vigilanteism. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you know, it worked in the Wild West. And the Wild West, statistically speaking, was less violent than it is today. So I don't want to hear that, you know, anarchy, you know, rule of law, you know, vigilante bullshit. You know, because, you know, if my town of, let's say, 5,000 people 
And of that 5,000 people, I would honestly say that there's maybe less than 100 real asshat motherfuckers that are just criminally insane, held together by drugs and, and, and kind of the fear of prosecution. So that's what, not even 1%, it's a half of a percent. So if we killed them, then that would really be no loss on society. And nobody would miss them, except their dumbass family that would probably end up getting shot trying to protect them. So, now what do you do? Well, go back to work. See, it's not like we're going to kill our neighbor, because he's kind of a cool guy. I mean, he pissed me off the other day or something, but we're, we're not going to kill him. So there would be none of that. So, When the police stay home, the world will collapse. So there's, you know, it's a zombie thing. Fun to think about. And, you know, it looks like with this new uh, MNRA or whatever they're calling this new vaccine for the COVID pandemic seems to be more dangerous than the COVID. And now some of the shedding effects of that, you know, people walking around shedding virus and shit and side effects onto uninfected people. That's why they're saying, wear a mask. It's like, well, now this fucker's shedding. You know, he got vaccinated because he was one of those stupid dump bucks that can't think. And, and, you know, can't read the statistics. Which gets me to what I really want to talk about today. But I'm not there yet. And I'll probably forget. So, stay tuned for the next show. Um, you know, these people that, that really just, you know, fall in line, the sheeple get vaccinated and then they're they're carriers for something worse it seems like i mean you know it's not conclusive but i I listened to an interview from somebody from like one of these vaccine study group people like merrick or whatever um that say usually when they release a vaccine vaccine they monitor it really closely and if there's bad really bad like death side effects um you know like you know, one in a thousand, and they're like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, you get as many deaths as we've had, and normally the vaccine would stop. The company would stop. Ah, They're just rolling along, like we need to get the rest of the people vaccinated. So, obviously, there's no oversight on that bullshit. So, if you want to get the the shot, go. I don't care. But now you're going to get me sick. There's one-year-old little girls that are now having their menstrual cycles starting, and they're bleeding which is dangerous. And they're saying that's a side effect of this shedding, which is the, the virus that it creates these molecule proteins or whatever. Can't think of the name. So anyway, you know, so we're, we're all going to die. So with that vaccine, they could create zombie viruses. I mean, you know, 10, 12 years ago, I read a book by uh, Mayberry called the patient zero and the, Joe Ledger series talked all about vaccines that or, or T cells and, and, and fucking with genetic DNA that could create zombies and you know, they probably could there's some ass out in a laboratory underground somewhere running around in a white lab suit thinking he's cooking up this thing that you know might help society never did he know that you know some bad guy's going to use it or he works for a bad guy or maybe he is a bad guy fuck I don't know so that's possible, but it's once again theoretical. 
So when uh, I'll get to what I want to talk about a little bit. When do we when do we separate, you know, a subject that could be theoretical and quantify it into reality? And I talked about this when I talked about communications and you know, we can talk about everything, sports, the fucking weather, stupid mindless shit. But don't talk about politics and don't talk about religion cuz by golly the person you're talking to might be offended or he might get mad. Right? He might shoot you. I mean, that's freedom. That's how it works in America, but don't do it. Just stop. Stop thinking you're an American, all right? Damn it. So me and my wife were talking today about one of her friends that's, you know, always like on keto, off keto, on keto, off keto. And she's like, well, I, I've, she tells my wife, I've, I've been, you know, Finding that if I eat eat some carbs in the morning, I have more energy for my workout. But they're good carbs, which just went like off the rails the minute me and my wife started talking about it. Because it's like there are no good carbs. It's, it's like there's good poison. No, there's there's not. It all has a chemical effect. And and you know, like I told my wife, I said people don't realize that no matter what we're talking about, there's always science. And, and, and an underlying drilling down effect that has to happen. And people don't like that. And that's why we don't talk about religion and politics. Because if you're going to really talk about religion, then you really got to start asking some serious questions. That depending on who you're talking to, they're going to call that blasphemy and freak out and walk out and call you an apostate and buck you. Can't believe you're my friend. So you lose a friend. Talking about politics or the vaccine now. You lose a friend. Families are being divided because of this whole fucking COVID bullshit. So don't talk about that. Don't talk about politics. Don't talk about nutrition. It's the same thing. And and you could talk about the end of the world. You can talk about prepping. And eventually you you talk to death, you graze off the top layer of the of the the shit you want to talk about. And then eventually you gotta start really talking about it you know and and it does no good i mean it really doesn't you know if if you're going to become a prepper then you need to ah, beans band-aids and bullets talked about that well your your beans are more than just a pile of beans it's nutrition it's one of the most costly parts of being a prepper because land people will say well land's expensive no if the fucking world is ending Land is available. You know, people are going to die, baby, because it's a fucking thing, whatever. So all this land you see, which if my fucking camera would work, you'd see I live in Arizona. There's a lot of open space. And I don't really care where you live. Like I discussed, you know, a while back, you could put everyone, everyone, 7 billion people in the state of Texas. And it'd be kind of roomy. You know, they'd be like living in a big city. In fact, there would be less population per square foot or whatever than New York City. You know, and they, they get around, they live in big high rises and they, you know, it's not like they're all, you know, you know, living up above each other like pigs and then when you shit, your neighbor downstairs eats it and then he shits and then neighbor you know, so it works, is what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be gross, but that's how they feed fucking hogs. In theory, that's what I've heard. I don't know, because I've never owned a pig farm. But they'll eat anything. So, 
we have a lot of open space. So really, when the government collapses, then uh, and you're you're out there gardening, you know, like the property next to mine is huge. There's there's a, a artesian well and a pond, so I could just I can control that area. I just shoot all the crackheads that try to fucking come on there and start taking a bath in my water, and now I control it. And if I control it, I own it, and therefore it's mine. Now I don't want to be a dick about it, but I could I could start farming and growing food if I was into that shit. And uh, all the crackhead neighbors just have to help, or or die. I'm getting a call, so I don't know if the the video is going to jump. Because every time I order something from this company, oh, fuck, they got to call me 10 times. It's like, Jesus Christ, I found you. I ordered shit. Be thankful. Don't call me or I'll quit ordering from you. Um, so nutrition is the most expensive thing, you know. Guns and ammo are expensive, but you really only need a couple guns, really. And a twenty-two for hunting small game because you're not, unless you live in Alaska where you can literally shoot a moose in the winter and keep it outside on your porch frozen, you, you can't. In Arizona, it's going to go bad within days, maybe. You know, so you're shooting small game. So talking about prepping, and we're done eating off the top layer of easy conversations. Um, the food you store is expensive, especially if you're buying dehydrated garbage. You know, and that's what, you know, I, I told somebody on Facebook, I go, you know, if you really want cost per calorie to be really low, buy sugar. It's cheap. And physiologically, it's the same. Carbs are carbs. Body doesn't care. Eats a potato, it, it doesn't care. Turns it into sugar, everything else gets ejected out the, the poop chute. And people will tell you, well, there's nutritional value you got to have. Okay, then go to go to Costco and buy, you know, a big, you know, 55-gallon barrel full of vitamins for one a day. And there's all your nutrition and stuff. Cost per calorie and vitamin now is still cheaper than dehydrated carbohydrates. Because... The human body don't eat carbohydrates. How do I know that, Mark? God, how do you know these things? Um, simple. Because the Paleolithic man was alive. He was human. He was just like us. You know, not Neanderthal, but Paleolithic 10, 20,000 years ago. And we weren't agricultural. So that meant they were hunter-gatherers, which meant they were hunters. Because there wasn't a whole lot of shit to gather because, you know, plants on earth will kill you if you don't know what you're doing. And most of them fucking didn't know what they were doing, so they just killed a rabbit and ate it. They knew that through generations that was safe. They just eat that. Eat meat. What about these plants? Medicine men use plants because most medicine is a poison and will kill you or a virus or a sickness. So that's why the medicine men knew plants for medicine. So if you look at everything you own, like open your, your refrigerator and look at all the, the, the plant-based food, like the perishable shit. And then just grab a, an apple and, and look it up and see if where you live, apples were indigenous 100 years ago. Odds are no. And then look up that 
variety of apple because there were, there were apples, little small apples that, you know, grandma made pies out of maybe because they hadn't, farming hadn't, and, and you know, these, these fruit people hadn't spliced and grafted, drafted all these, these trees together to make seedless fucking oranges. Didn't, didn't exist. You know, so of everything in there, you, you, you might be able to find a substitute in your area for lettuce, like old man's beard or watercress, something like that. Uh, tomatoes probably didn't grow, you know, wild or indigenously in your area. And if, let's say they did, so you're a paleothic person and they did grow. Well, the, the animals are going to eat it way before you find it. But if you're out, you know, hunting and you, you, you find some watercress and you sit there and get a drink and eat some of it and then you, off you go. You didn't gather it all up and put it on a truck and send it, you know, to your neighbor. No, you just you ate some and you went. You're like, ah, oh, it's pretty good. Crunchy. I like it. Yeah, maybe I'll grab some on the way home. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you'll forget. Maybe it'll all be gone. Watercress grows, so, you know, it's always there. You can always go out and grab some more. Make a salad. What are you going to put in that salad? Well, I don't know. We don't have bread. We don't grow grains. We're, we're paleo. Paleolithic people. We're not agricultural yet. So I don't know what you're talking about, croutons. The fuck's a crouton? So you see how it falls apart pretty quick if you actually apply logic. But see, to apply that, you have to dig past that layer of the top easy conversation and get down to the, to the reality, the physiology of it. Well, nobody fucking wants to do that. Jesus, Mark, get the fuck over yourself. You're not a doctor. And doctors don't know this shit either, so fuck that. So let's talk about politics. Let's talk about the last meme I saw where it was something about we need to fucking term limits. I hate that. Because, see, if you're really talking about politics term limits didn't exist when they wrote the constitution you know why because we didn't have popular vote well fuck mark without popular vote and electing our senators i guess we wouldn't need term limits would we well who elected the president well not you and i the states elected the president because the president represents the states oh so i didn't have to go down and vote back then no you fucking did not and it worked, yes, because we were a republic back then. Well, let's talk about republics and democracies. No, let's don't, because, see, we got to go past that layer. Now we're going to get our hands dirty in the dirt, digging for facts. We don't want to fucking do that. But the reality is, if you studied the Constitution, like I said in my last podcast about study groups, you would see that all the problems we face today would go away if we didn't have the government we have today. But we do because we're all fucking stupid. And I'm not talking about you all are stupid. We all are stupid. Our grandparents were stupid. Our parents were stupid. Our great-grandparents were stupid. Why? Because they were busy fucking staying alive. So the politicians used that that we elected. And they said, you know what we need to do? Well, actually, FDR, the fucker. He's like, you know what we need to do? We need to have popular vote. One man, one vote. One woman, one vote. Yeah. Women can vote. That would be awesome. I could tell my wife I, I supported that. Maybe I'll get laid. Yeah. 
But, you know, even men didn't vote for president back then, so it changed the whole dynamic. And we can't go back to it because, well, we fucking scrambled the egg, and you can't unscramble an egg, so done and done. So let's talk about economics. Well, that's, that's boring, Mark. I like crypto. Okay. Is it tangible? I don't know what that means, but I like crypto. Got some Bitcoin? Yes, I do. I got me a couple Bitcoins. I'm rich. Until it changes, and then I'm broke. But right now, I'm rich. It's like stocks. They're not real. They're not tangible. If you don't know how to play in that system, then don't fucking do it. It's kind of like concrete. If you don't know how to fucking do concrete, don't try pouring it yourself unless you study a lot because that shit will set up on you and you will have a big hump that should have been a driveway. So, nobody wants to talk about economics. You know, and, and economics was really simple. If you study, you know, basic economics by, uh, I think it was, I don't know. I don't know who wrote that book, but it's economics for dummies, basically. It's pretty simple, easy to understand. It's topsoil level. But our leaders have dug down and built a bunker underground. And for us to get to the truth, we need to. To excavate and that's dirty business and we don't want to do that let's talk about religion now Mark you're a fucking apostate I don't want to talk about religion with you you are going to hell my friend oh says who I didn't get that memo yeah see that's why you're going to hell because you think it's fucking funny and just like my last uh, podcast on communications I care too little and you care too much. So, don't talk about don't talk about religion to me, Mark. That's sacred. You know, you could talk about food and prepping and you know, I'll try to listen to you, but I think you're an idiot because you're not a doctor. But religion, uh, this is my salvation you're talking about. It's like, yeah, it's pretty fucking important, isn't it? Yep. And where did you get your knowledge? Well, I went to church as a kid, and then I was brainwashed by my parents. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to use that word, brainwashed, but think about it. We learn through examples, just like little birds follow their parents around, learn to fly and all that cool shit, learn to hunt by watching. So a lot of it you learned and you thought, well, but I got a testimony, Mark. It's like, really? I've seen a lot of testimonies falter when a jihadist is holding a knife at someone's throat ready to saw their fucking head off. People denounce their religion and become Muslim pretty quick. Well, you know, I still believe in God, though. There's a God. Muslims believe in God. I just, I'm dancing around the subject. See? Oh, so you're not like the Jews that fucking went to the oven because they wouldn't denounce their religion. So it, it's all things that people don't want to talk about superficially we can talk about jesus is the savior yay hallelujah give me an amen can i get an amen amen mark but the reality is maybe it's different i don't know if any of you have watched the uh the movie stigmata pretty interesting even though it's a movie they took literary licenses everywhere um it was interesting interesting movie you know, talks about how God is everywhere. And maybe he is. But we're, we're not going to talk about that. 
Mark, I don't want to talk about that. You're scaring me, Mark. Stop it. I'm freaking out here. I got to pull over because I'm not quite ready to wrap it up. And I am at the dump and they all start talking to me. Go here. Do this. Don't do that. Dump it there. What do you got in there? Fuck, I don't know. Garbage. Oh, well, you can't put garbage here. It's a fucking dump. So of all of the, you know, you look at any important conversation that we could have. And we talk at nauseum about the surface layer, the, the grazing, the grass. We're grazers when it comes to conversations. Now you talk about sports and you can, you can, you can have those friendly rivalries because we can all agree to disagree. It's, it's fucking sports. You know, well, no, he was the greatest fucking quarterback ever. You know, Kaepernick, he got fired because he's an idiot. No, he got fired because of racism. Well, he was, wasn't that great of a, a fucking quarterback. I mean, statistically speaking. Well, you're just saying that because you're a racist because he, you know, he took a stand. You know, so, and, and you know what? We could talk about that. And even though it breaches on races and, and stuff like that, you know, Tebow, it kind of starts to, infringe on or breach the barrier of religion and sports but we all remain friends we, we don't we don't kill each other well, that's kind of cool but religion oh man there's been wars on religion politics there's fucking wars on politics you know nutrition well there's starting to be wars on that people are you know you know food wars you know big farmers winning that one they own all the farmland contaminating all of our water which we do know is important with glyphosate and shit you know you look at the midwest where most of the farming is done the, the, you know the farming belt the flyover fucking states you know you look at their water tables according to the usgs the people that actually you know know shit and aren't trying to you know cover up for big pharma and big agra and big big everything will tell you that the water is undrinkable it's, it's becoming so contaminated that they're having to filter more and more shit out of it. Yeah, well, you know, that's how good eating fucking plant-based food is, but get rid of all the cows because they fart. Just like fucking you and me. In fact, you fart more when you eat plant-based food because of the digestion process than fart than cows do. Whatever. It's a zero-sum gain if you really look at it scientifically, but nobody's going to do that either. So we, as preppers, need to put on our thinking cap because I think, in spite of what you think about this vaccine and, and the, the trajectory of our country and our freedom and liberty, if you dig down a little bit, study the Constitution a little bit more than what they taught you in school, which was fucking nothing, you look at nutrition and science and what they're doing with this vaccine and what they're doing with politics and what they're doing with our liberty, you'll see that we have gotten dangerous levels of, you know, if, if, if there was a, a, you know, what do they call that? The doomsday clock. But instead of a clock, because we think it's ticking down, it's more of like a, a meter, like an amp meter or something that just bounces back and forth. And, you know, sometimes we get it under control. It's not so bad. And it's, it's bad. Turn it down, turn it up, turn it down, turn it up. Um, one of these days, it's just going to spike. And, and if no one's paying attention because we're all so busy grazing off the top layer of information, 
if that engine runs too hot and the oil pressure is too low for a very short time, the whole fucking engine blows up. Doesn't matter how much money you spend on it, how much time you spent rebuilding it. It seizes up and it ceases to work. And then, and then that's when there's the shit hit the fan, the tipping point, the Tiawaki. So it's not a clock that we can sit there and, you know, it, it continues to tick away, but we don't know when the alarm set, do we? But if you look at it as a, as a variable that changes when politicians do things or don't do things or fix things or break things, and because America's so big, that needle's always moving one way or another. You know, they've called it the pendulum, but I don't like the pendulum because it's it's too fucking slow. It's stupid. It's a meter. It's an amp meter. It's a it's a meter on your dashboard of life that, you know, if the engine's under load, it starts getting hotter. It starts moving over to the dangerous level. You let off the gas like a tachometer and then it, you know, cools down a little bit or the oil pressure or whatever. Whichever, it's the meter that is the meter of everything, the meter of life. And there's so many variables goes, variables going into it that it, it can change a lot. It can go up and down. And, and we've been running in, in the danger zone for quite a while. And when it when we back off lately, it, it backs off a little bit. But then when we accelerate it, it it's, gets farther and closer and closer and farther. And I just don't see enough people that are really intelligent um, now I'm talking about the media and our political class that run our country into the fucking dirt, I may add. Uh, they're not even paying attention because they think they have it under control. And they think that if they're behind the meter with the media, just pushing that gauge the other way, we perceive it as, okay, well, we're not in the danger zone yet. But see, the engine of life doesn't give a flying fuck what that meter is saying, especially if the meter is not calibrated anymore because of the media. So they're, they're playing with us. But eventually, it, it's going to just seize up. And when America seizes up, the world will seize up. And then it will go into anarchy because that's what happens. Just like when God confounded the languages that babble. All of a sudden, everything stopped and everyone went their separate way. And, and so there's things like that that happen that are events that change the future. And when that happens, when our engine seizes up in America, the engine that runs the world, let's face facts, people will go tribal, people will go animalistic, people will go batshit crazy. And, and then law enforcement will not, even if they, they stay Last man standing. There's just not enough of them. Even if all the federal agents in, in, in America, everyone with an alphabet soup t-shirt and a gun decided to just control America. If all the patriots rose up, it's 300 million guns. They don't, the Washington don't have it. So let's just not talk about an uprising. Let's just talk about a collapse. They can't fix it. It happens so fast on a, on, a, on a molecular level, just like the spread of a virus. You can't stop it. You can't, you got to find patient zero. You, you just can't control it all. So it just burns at a local level. My neighbor freaks out and kills his neighbor, not me, hopefully. And 
you know, all of a sudden there's chaos. And then your neighbor comes running over and say, fucking, oh, Bob over there is fucking freaking out. He always was on drugs. No, I mean, he's freaking out. He's killing people. So then we get together and then he comes over to kill us and we shoot him. And then, and then more shit happens. And it's just, the police aren't even showing up. They can't respond because other things are happening so quick. They're still looking at the first guy Bob shot. They're like, what the fuck happened here? And then it's like Bob's already left his property and shot 10 more people. And they're like, oh, fuck, we got a gun's fired here. Gunshots fired there. Fuck. Oh, officer down. Fuck. And then more and more and more. And, and then meanwhile, you know, me and my neighbor get together and shoot Bob. Bob's fucking dead now. No more problem. But that, it happens a thousand times in that nanosecond. And then it just, it, it, it collapses. It just falls. It seizes up. It's like the engine. One bearing overheats. Just one little part of it overheats. Boils off the water. Causes a crack. The head gasket starts to leak. The water turns to steam. It's no longer cooling. Boom. Engine gone. Engine gone. Our son was driving our diesel. And it had twin turbos. He was down in Phoenix. And he said, without warning, the fuel pump failed. Ford's greater idea. And it was in the, cooled by the oil. So it was in the oil pan with all this fuel. And, and there was a, f- a problem in it. So the minute it failed, fuel got in the oil. The oil turned to shit because it's oil, not fuel. And he said, setting, waiting for a green arrow. What's an average light? He said, all of a sudden, smoke bellowed out, engine shut off. Like that. Boom. Both turbos seized up. $17,000 to repair it. Thank God we had a warranty on that. But that's how quick it was. He stopped. Everything was fine. He's probably looking for a better song on the radio. Boom. Engine gone. Engine's gone. So you're driving to work. Bam. America gone. Overheated. Done and done. That's how quick it'll happen. So I'm going to go to the dump, do my job, and uh, call my installer, tell him I'm bringing the trailer back. So I hope this uh, was a a fun little crazy podcast. Love you all. Take care and enjoy the... uh, the engine malfunction. Love you. Bye-bye. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space. And we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.